Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. Welcome everybody to another episode of Even More About Nothing, the show where sometimes we talk about something, but every often we talk about absolutely nothing. I'm your host, Moogie833. Catch me on PlayStation and Xbox One. Every once in a while I might be on the Nintendo Switch, but you might not catch me because I'm always playing Zelda, which we'll be talking about later on the show. But I'm joined by a host of honorable esteemed guests. I'm, I'm kidding. They're my, all my co-hosts. Sometimes I like to do hostile takeovers. Um, led by the rebel himself, Mateo. Introduce yourself, young man. I mean, thanks for that. You already said my name and everything. But what's up, guys? It's Mateo. You already know what it is. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks for that. Guess my, my part's up. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Whatever, everybody. It's your boy, Timmy Tunga. You know what to do? Follow me on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. My Twitter is active. One tweet a day. Keeps, one tweet a day. <laughs> keeps the pettiness away. No, keeps that, the life away. I was well. about to say. <laughs> no, one tweet a day. Keeps the pettiness away. Oh, snap. <sighs> All right. <laughs> um, and I'm here as well, Rafiki. Back at it again after... Um, uh, a good full week, a lot, a lot to talk about this week. We'll try to hash it out in a timely manner, um, but let's get things going with our new segment, Week in Review. Who wants to start us off? I guess I'll go ahead and start us off, <laughs> as everyone <laughs> awkwardly exchanges glances. All right, um... Pretty uneventful week, uh, mostly just work in school. But actually, uh, of course, we record on a Sunday. So earlier not earlier today, Mookie and I were actually at um, a TEDx event, which was which, super cool. Yeah, which is if you're not familiar, if you're familiar with TED Talks, TEDx means that you have all the like, not necessarily the platform, but you have like the setup and feel of a TED Talk, but it's independently run. And you can, through talking with, like, the TED Talks uh, organization themselves, you get, like, I don't know, the rights to use, like, a, like their logo and stuff like that. Um, and they help you along with setting up your um, your event. So we there were about, like, six or seven speakers there, all for a variety of different things, talking about thinking without a box. So mm-hmm. it was really cool that we got to sit in and listen to that. Lots of great speakers. But, yeah, that was my week, pretty much. Um, for me, um, you know, kind of relatively simple, you know, um, I mean, I've been going back to school, so, but I don't have as heavy of a class load as the rest of these guys. So it's just kind of keep up with that work and playing Horizon Zero yes. Dawn. Yes. And we will definitely talk about that later. That has been the heavy thing this week. 
apart from balancing gaming life and girlfriend, but you know, press, press, <laughs> press. Shout out but, to the homie Drake for watching the video. Yeah, <laughs> actually, he's gonna be. Um, we'll talk about him a little bit later at the end of the show, um, as part of one of our other new segments. But you know, whatever. How was your week, Timmy Tongue? Uh, it's been a long week, man. You know, school got me messed up. Work got me messed up, but it's all right. Because Mass Effect is right around the corner. Yes. So Yes, I'm it is. The- patiently waiting that. But no, um, just gearing up for Naka this week. Uh, schedules finally came out. We'll get to talk about that later. And then, of course, Horizon. It's taken over my life a little bit. So it's been my week. What about you, Mookie? Yeah. My week was uh, pretty active. Super active. Matter of fact, it was very active. A lot of academics going on. Doing things like taking exams, not sure if I passed or not, but we'll find out Monday morning. <laughs> well, that's the, if my professor decided to grade them or not. Anyway, we're just not going to worry about that. School had a career fair. I got suited and booted. Boom, boom, let him know. Your boy, your boy knows. Listen, I know how to keep it laced out here. Super smart. Wait, wait, you, you said suited and booted, so you suited up, got in there, and they booted you out, right? Uh, oh, no. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to the contrary. <laughs> actually, <laughs> Press. <laughs> 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 On to the contrary, actually, it was very, uh, I honestly went in there kind of just to practice, like, speaking, um, pu- not necessarily public speaking, but, like, showcasing yourself in a condensed time to a specific group. So, like, I talked to everybody from Chick-fil-A, Enterprise, and some other things, and literally every single person I talked to uh, sent me an email asking me to fill out an application or come in for an interview. So I was very successful. So this week is uh, busy um, as next week. But uh went to the TED Talk event. Um, shout out to Samira, I think is her name mm-hmm. was. She's a pharmacologist. She's going to be a, in the School of Pharmacology. Pharma- Pharma- pharmacology is an actual thing, but that's not what she's going to. That's not what she's going to. It is? She's, yeah, oh, pharmacology man. is an actual thing. <laughs> she's going to school of pharmacy at UMKC. She gave the first TED Talk of the night, and to me, it was the best one. It was well put together. It was funny. It was informative. It actually was something I was going to, I'm going to probably implement into my life a little bit, uh, piece by piece. But um, enough of talking about what's going on. Let's jump right in. So, um, there's been a lot of interesting stuff that has come up, especially within the past week. I know we come on to the show and we usually say that, yeah, there's lots of great stuff, but um, there's truly been some interesting stuff, at least for me, this past week. Yeah. Uh, one of those things is we finally got a trailer for a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And rumor has it, it's supposed to be the last one, but there's also other rumors saying this may not be the last one. Did the trailer drop a while ago? Like... At least the one that I saw, I found one that was this past week. So it dropped on, like, I want to say, like, March 1st. It would have dropped. But anyways, uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales. Uh, From the looks of it, of course, we're going to be following our boy Jack Sparrow because he's A1 since day one. Um, And as you know it, Jack had pissed someone else off. (laughs) <laughs> that's <Dang it>, Jack. <laughs> that's essentially any good storyline for Pirates of the Caribbean is Jack Sparrow pissed someone off <laughs> and it's pretty interesting so um, watching the trailer it was someone from Jack's younger days 
So we actually see a super young Jack Sparrow when he first gets this compass. Um, if you're familiar with the movies, there's a compass that essentially points you in the direction of what your heart desires. And so we see a really young Jack Sparrow on this pirate ship. He, we're first, I'm assuming this is the first instance of the story lore that we're seeing this compass. And essentially takes that, ruins this guy, his ship burns because the Navy catches them and like blows it up. And through somehow, some way, he becomes a gross-looking old dude and comes back for revenge. Um, and didn't we see, if I'm not mistaken, in that trailer, we see uh, Davy Jones? Is it Davy Jones or... Um, Will. Will, yeah. Will Turner. Yeah. Is that supposed to be Will? Because, like, it looks... Yeah, Orlando like, Bloom is back. Yeah. It's oh, Orlando okay. Bloom has yeah. confirmed I'll back. Like, okay. I'll, I'll it does look, look weird. You have to look at it. Yeah, because I was looking at it, and I was like... I can't tell if this is supposed to be like a knockoff Will Turner, <laughs> but he looks eerily similar. But it could be someone completely different at the same time. Like I wouldn't know. Like, like there was yeah. talk. There were like I remember when articles surfaced. They were like, "You won't believe who's back for this game." Uh, you know, for the, for the movie. Oh, okay. I guess. So. All right. So yeah. And then we're all, since we're getting Will back, good old uh, Will and Jack, the best duo ever since Batman and Robin. So that's oh, all I have to say about that. Deal, yeah. Um, but it's coming out Memorial Day, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Probably won't see it opening weekend, but give me like a week or two, and then I'll, I probably would have watched it by then. Right. So, anyways, keeping the gears turning on stuff that's come out previews this week. We also got a full fledged trailer for the 20th anniversary Pokemon movie. I choose you. Yes. And this I'm one excited. was particularly interesting because we finally, uh, with the first one, we just got like few snapshots and frames of like um, in movie scenes. But now we got a uh, flushed out storyline essentially what's going to happen. So what's going to happen is the first couple of episodes with a little more details is going to comprise the entirety of the movie. So we are going back to... Essentially, the origins of Pokemon, which I don't think was too much of a surprise to people, if you ask me, because mm. when when you see like I choose the, you, yeah, I choose you, the iconic first gen outfit, and a angry Pikachu, what do you immediately think? And then it's Ho Oh flying in the sky, like yeah. And I'm glad we're getting a better, more comprehensive look at Ho Oh also, yeah. Because back in the day, if you ever watched like. The first handful of episodes, or like the first episode, whenever Ho Oh is showed, like it doesn't even look like anything. It just looks like, like a three year old literally drew a stick figure bird and they painted it gold. You're not wrong. That's literally what it looks like. <laughs> it just looks like a glorified pigeon. <laughs> Actually, glorified turkeys more like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got some bad I mean, I'm not. You seen it? Look, he lived a Turkeys fly, right? Mm-mm. They glide <laughs> <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, super excited for that. It's coming out in Japan on July fifteenth. We still do not have a release date for the Western Hemisphere. Oh, speaking of Japan, I'm highly upset, but I'm glad we'll still get it. You know, one point five, two point five Kingdom Hearts remake. Mm-hmm. They get it in three days. They get it in three days. We gotta wait till the end of the month. Ah, oh, damn. So you're lucky you didn't get pushed back again. Oh my gosh. We're not, we're not getting on this again, Mookie. Anyway, it's not. That's not what we're talking not, about. I'm just saying. This is not on the schedule. 
Shut your mouths. Let's get to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Why you said that? Anyways, so um, following the Pokemon train, um, trading might soon be coming to Pokemon Go. No, Pokemon trading will be coming to Pokemon Go soon. We just don't know when. Uh, but it might not be how we think. Yeah. I started seeing an article floating about that. What do you think they mean or what possible way could you think that it will not be in the way that we so I'm, gl- I'm glad you said that. Mookie, I'll let you give your thoughts and then I'll hop in on that. Mm-hmm. Do you, are Go you, ahead. No, I said give your thoughts first. Oh. <laughs> uh, I thought you said you were going to give your thoughts and then I was going to... Uh, I think it's going to be like you have to have caught it. I think it's kind of similar to certain games. I like you have to attain the item recent or the Pokemon recently, and that person would have had to been in the vicinity. Which then again, like, kind of cancels the point of trading. Is because you need to trade Pokemon from other areas that you don't have. Um, I think it has, probably has to be like physical. I don't think it's going to be something you could just. I have this Pokemon, and then. Trade it wirelessly. I think you're gonna have to connect to the person, like locally. Like they have to be around you. So kind of like kind of like the original Bluetooth Bluetooth range. range. Yeah, exactly. Remember how like back in the day, original Pokemon trading, you have to have a cord tethered from your Game Boy, like not Game Boy Advance, your Game Boy to your friend's Game Boy, and then you get that. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Because we're (laughs) young, and apparently we make the homie Greg feel old. Uh, Shout out to you, you, Greg. Greg. Yeah, being one of the realest. Anyways, yeah, um, that's actually interesting. That's exactly what they were alluding to. Um, I always look at his name, and I always want to say Tetsuya Nomura, but it's not him. <laughs> it's Tatsuo Nomura. Is oh, that's he close, though. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, but he's um, helped, been one of the heads helping develop Pokemon Go, and he actually did an interview talking about this. And uh, there's actually a quote here. Uh, so trading won't be through the Internet. You shouldn't be able to exchange your Pokemon with someone who is 100 miles away from you. The person needs to be in your proximity. And so that really uh, kind of like dishevels people because it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to travel to another continent anytime soon to catch those region-specific Pokemon. Um, But what's interesting is he was talking about how it'll probably be... Uh, fixated at certain locations. So we might actually get the implementation of like a Poke Center or something like that, or Pokemon Center. Um, or because that's where you had to do the trading in the games. So it's very, very true. Yeah. And that so makes sense. you might be able to do like some sort of trading post um, alternative as well. Or if he just converts uh, certain Poke Stops to be trading posts as well. But yeah, so with that, it kind of sucks that you can't trade over the internet if like. With a lot of stuff, like if you have, with Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links, if you have ID, like you can essentially duel with anyone as long as they're online. But unfortunately, it's not like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I think that's it for the Pokemon train. Yeah. Uh, We can stick around in the anime realm because obviously, you know. Let's Uh, go ahead and since we're kind of in that trailer, I'm going to hit the fairy tale. Right. Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, yeah. Um, so, I'm so excited because Fairy Tail is absolutely one of my favorite animes and mangas um, mm-hmm. that is currently running. Arguably, it could be one of the best ones I've ever like invested myself in. 
point blank, period, somewhere in the top five. Top four. Top three if we're counting the last back half of Bleach. (laughs) 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 Anyways, um, with that being said, the manga is within the last arc. They're actually building up to the last fight, which is probably going to happen here, which is probably going to start here within the next... 10 to 15 chapters, I believe. Yeah, so uh, I'm, like, I'm like 30 chapters behind. Yeah. So, <sighs> I the, really the anime is now building up to the start of the final arc. With that being said, they now have a new movie that is coming out called uh, Fairy Tale Dragon Cry. And so, what's uh, interesting about this is essentially uh, Natsu and the gang uh, are. Essentially, fighting this priest person, um, who is also a part of like three original characters to the movie, um, King Animus, and so they are taking them on, and Natsu uh, displays his dragon power. So, if you know anything about dragon slaying magic, if you use it too much, you eventually become a dragon. And so, in the trailer, we see Natsu start to turn into a dragon, like, half of his body starts to, like, become a dragon claw, and he sprouts one wing. And so... That's the whole purpose of Igneal kind of residing within Natsu in the beginning anyways. Yeah, it was to prevent that from happening. Um, And interesting enough, a couple chapters back, they kind of talk about uh, why that's happening, so... Uh, that's not till like later when they're closer to finishing it. But yeah, so they're getting three original characters for King Animus being one of them. Uh, a guy named Zash Kane, who, for all intents and purposes, looks like uh, John Cena with a creepy mustache, <laughs> more hair, and no camo. <laughs> that's what I could think of. And Sonya. And I think Sonya is one of the people like they run into and helps them because like, the king is like, I don't know her out there or something or something's going down he's taking over but it's interesting so looking at the character designs for it um you can tell it's like pre-final arc because Natsu still has a bandage on his right arm um and I'll try to do this without any spoiler cast and that's the indicator uh because after the second time skip Natsu went to train and he came back with uh, the, bandage. the bandage on his right arm which they do reveal that uh, like later like midway through the final arc what that's supposed to be so um this is at some point after he's come back from training before they um start taking on Zareph and his kingdom but uh it's interesting uh i believe it is set to come out june 5th i think that's the date they said it was that's supposed to release like, uh... in uh, japan and i don't know that there is um actually a release date for US. Uh, US. Uh, sorry, it's supposed to be May 6th, not June 5th, May 6th. So, yeah. Uh, but that's it for at least anime trailers and movies and stuff like that. But, in the realm of anime and anime culture, upon us this weekend is NotCon. And it's your boy Timmy Tunga's birthday. Yes, it is on Saturday, so... Turnup's about to be real. The realist. And by turnup, we mean Pineapple Fanta. If we can find it, we may have to go to the hood. Get We've that. literally gone to like four but different actually, stores and we can't If you guys are it. listening and you happen to know where we can get some Pineapple Fanta, please hit us up. Message us on Facebook. DM us on Twitter. You, you do whatever you can because I need this. If your gas station just, hopes, just happens 
to sell rap snacks with a dab of ranch? Let your no, boy know. Stop <laughs> it. No. All, all I'm no, saying is. Get dab nothing. <laughs> but anyway, no, uh, we're excited because we finally got our schedules yep. uh, about mid last week. Um, and you guys know how we've been waiting. Yeah, we've talked about this for a good three weeks now, almost a month. But anyway, yeah, uh, so we got our schedules. Uh, we're hyped up. We got a lot of cool things planned. Uh, so yeah, if you're planning on going to KnockCon, please, please find us. We definitely want to interact with you guys, ask questions, hang out, you know, just talk anime, just talk gaming, whatever you want. Like, we're ready. We want to interact with you guys. Uh, we got to figure out, like right now, so we can put this on the airways, how they can find us. Because, I mean, we could say, hey, come and find us. But they don't know what we look like or who I mean, we they are. can tweet at us while we're at NakaCon. So, I am at Moogie833. He is at Matt underscore Gutu, M-A-T-T underscore you know, also I say my handle every time. You guys should know by You are at BlackRafiki30. And you already know his handle. And also, we will be at specific areas. A.K.A. the gaming area. <laughs> A.K.A. I was going to say they could also just, if they want to get all of us at one go, we have a Twitter and a Facebook, people. I mean, we'll post pictures and updates of where we're at. Uh, we'll ask you guys about your favorite parts of uh, NakaCon. If there's something going on, let us know. Cause True that. We're just trying to find some dope people and interact with our followers. Additionally, if you're at the rave events... And you see a big circle form around a bunch of black kids. It's probably us. Yeah. <laughs> Not always, but it's probably us. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and tweet us at our general page, which is Eman Podcast One on Twitter. On Twitter, and then even more about nothing on Facebook. And keep an eye on the snap, which is Eman P One. There you go, because the snaps when he be lit. All four of us streaming. All four of us snapping. All four of us snapping. I said streaming. I was just might as well be. Might as well be. <laughs> um, definitely gonna be at the yeah. raves both nights, so it's gonna be lit. I might we be might be limping halfway through <laughs> night one, but we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. It yeah. Be to lit. be honest, I'm like I'm just gonna be straight posting to the uh, E Man Snapchat. I won't even use my personal one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, I hate like signing in and out of the accounts for Snapchat. Yeah. So that's just personal preference. So no, I will be on there. Keep it locked, E-Man P1. Yeah. But uh, just kind of looking at the schedule, uh, Friday, like, there's not too much going on on Friday, so I guess that'll be my time to kind of go check out the exhibit hall, you know, kind of roam around. Yeah, see what kind of plan what you want to buy. Usually when they open up on Friday, they have some, like, stuff from, like, last year or stuff they're trying to get rid of that they'll have on clearance. Like, they had some mangas on sale the first night. They were the gone. Sale, the sales were yeah. better. They're better on, on Sunday. 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 Yeah, yeah, definitely on Sunday because... They're trying to get rid of a lot of stuff that have great sales, but yeah, I think I'll spend most of my Friday evening checking out the exhibit hall, and then Saturday is pretty uh, jam packed with different things. So, um, let's see, what is one event that each of us are excited for that we feel like with, we can't without miss? saying like we will be at all the Funimation events, every Funimation yeah. panel we will be Funimation. At right I think I'm and gonna the have. Party I, be um, for, I think I might have to miss Saturday's Funimation event because I haven't. Uh, There's like three. Okay, I will be at the ones that don't interfere with my DJ. Event. Yeah, there's a Sunday morning, and there's a... S- be there. Two. Well, you know, there's, there's one on Friday that, to be honest, I, I'm not planning to go to, unless you guys are trying to. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think the one event, or at least one event that I'm, you know, interested in going to is that Final Fantasy concert. Loki. Like, even if yeah. I'm not there the whole time, I just want to go get a little bit of 
Final Fantasy music. Uh, 15 was so fun to play. I definitely enjoyed a lot of that. So um, that'll be great to hear. Um, um, I don't know. This is my first go around at NakaCon. Oh, this, and, that's right. And to be honest, I got the schedule. Tim's like, make sure you schedule uh, pretty much every part of your day because time will slip away from you and you may just faint. <laughs> like yes. midway through the evening. Uh, so as of right now, I only have a total of four events that I've blocked off that I have to go to. And I will say, some events you might want that you might want to check out might not be as good as you thought. Yeah, because there's a couple times you walk into an event. Oh man, this is super awesome! You sit down and it begins as garbage. It is very okay to quietly get up and leave out the back of the room. Don't be rude. Don't walk back through the middle aisle. Walk, like, if you're on the edges, just quietly scoot out. And again, like, sometimes you just... And they're fan-run panels, so they're not, like, professionally done. Some of them are really done very well. Some of them are very disorganized. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate, but that's just the way it is when it's, like, a fan Yeah, so, like, they're they're always... Yeah. It's cool because then you're like you know that there are people out there that love the same thing you do, um, which which is great. But you know some people just personally shouldn't shouldn't be running. But then there there are some there are some ones that you accidentally sleep on. You walk into it, you're like, I got time. Let me just walk. Like in last panel. year, not trying to rack on, but there was a Yu Yu Hakusho. One. Oh my god! It was like Yu Yu Hakusho ten years after. We're like. Oh snap! It's Sunday morning. We it, it was pretty early Sunday. Yeah, we, we got up. We, 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 we had to force ourselves up. up. So it was after the Saturday night rave, which is so Friday night raves from ten thirty to one thirty. Saturday nights from eleven to one thirty. Dude, I couldn't even walk after Saturday night. I don't know how I got up. I don't know how I got down those stairs. We, but I made it, and I walked in, and we got these clowns. Dressed up like you hockey show characters trying to talk about their life like they're actually the characters. I'm like, and the funny thing is they were talking uh, about their actual jobs too. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, we got so pressed. Oh my gosh. gosh. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's more pressing: the fact that this actually like occurred, or the fact that someone actually thought it was a good idea to dress up and cosplay as Kuwabara. <laughs> Actually, no, Kuwabara had to go home. He has some family stuff to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. We're, but, I, we're, but I will say, some one of the doper ones, like, even though I'm not necessarily into some of the people they bring in, like, some people who are voice actors for show, and you get Q&As with them. Oh, those bro, are really the, the, good. the voice actors. Last year, those are really um, they were, good in q and I can't remember yeah. their names. There were two people that are actually, like, relatively, like, really known voice actors in the anime community and um caleb elliott he's been on the show um he's been on the show a couple times we went the two of us actually went to a voice like voice acting 101 like it was really cool they they brought up a couple different animes and they brought scripts with them and so what they did was like a cold read of how they think like these characters should sound whether they seen the anime or not but then what was even better they were like all right guys Anybody who wants to try and see how we will give our own personal opinion, but what it's like to be in the voice acting industry, come grab a script, read over it, and we'll we'll start picking people. So left and right, they were like, "You want to try? Come up." And then you do a read, and then they were like, "Okay, that was great, but try it like this." It was it was really dope. They were really really personable. Like uh, they were yeah they were very personal 
with with everybody, and so it made it a whole lot of fun. All right, cool. Well, anyways, to answer your question, uh, I actually anime's greatest heroes. I think that'll be interesting. All I'm saying is, if my top five guys are not one of anime's greatest heroes, top five being Natsu Dragneel, Monkey D. Luffy, Son Goku, Stepdad Piccolo, <laughs> and Beppo. No, Beppo is no. the realist. Okay. You sleeping on the Beppo. polar bear in one piece? That's oh, Lost okay. Crew? Yeah. Yeah, he's that's dope. Beppo. He's dope. <laughs> Those five, if none of them are the greatest anime's greatest heroes. I promise, I don't care. I'm going to be rude. I'm going to walk straight up that aisle. Oh, here's my thing. Right walk I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going <laughs> to tell out. you this 100% right now. I feel like I know who's running that panel, and I guarantee you, you are going to know about six of the characters on there. It's going to be a bunch of weird stuff you've never heard about, and then you know who's going to be number one? Attack don't. on Titan. You think so? I I am almost willing to bet a cherry soda on it. I don't know if I should be pissed about this. <laughs> like, cause I feel like I like I stumbled into an event similar last year, and they started running off names. I'm like, he can't even fight though, but he can't even run. I, I that's, that's a big. But like a lot of the animes though. were into like they're just action animes, cause that's what we love. That's what's popular, and then you get some from like some like fairy show. By like a pop star group, it's like who who is this? Yeah, honestly, but. the only time I've ever watched an anime that wasn't action is when I watch Angel Beats, and that thing messed me up. <laughs> We're not I, talk I about had that. Jane watch that. We're not gonna talk for about the that. first time. We're not going to no, talk no, no, about it's, that. It's, it's a funny reaction, and you're gonna appreciate this. At first, she was like, "I told her, I was like, if you're not ready, it's going it's gonna hit you in the feelings a little bit." She's got halfway through. She's like. Yeah, it's kind of messing with me a little bit. Are any of these children's stories normal? She got to the end. I'm pissed that you told me to watch this. I hate it. <laughs> she loved it, but like, yeah. But anybody who's watched Angel Beats knows exactly what we're talking about. But the thing is, in anime, you can't get attached to characters and not worry about them dying. Mm. Most of the time. Unless Most it's fairy tale, because none of the MCs die. You're right. <laughs> MCs being but, main um, characters. Rookie, what are you excited for? Uh. The raves, because I'm an old man. Uh, can you even rave, bro? Can you, do you even <laughs> do rave, you bro? Well, will your knees work? I'm going to go see a chiropractic specialist. Before and after. Before <laughs> and after. Um, anything Funimation related is an automatic yes, just because they... Um, uh, you know, nah, nah, there's no, one there's that you're, one gonna, that that you're not going to want to go to Friday evening. <laughs> it's in bold. <laughs> We're not going to go to that. <laughs> We're definitely not going to go to the event, which I'm not going to say, but it is from uh, 9.30 to 10.30. It is an 18 adult. Nope. Well, we're not going to that show. We're just not going to go to that show. The other three ones that are... <laughs> Real quick, you, I can imagine all, like, the big, big bigger people who don't shower. Yeah, and wear glasses that are foggy. And like their shirts, like that white button-up shirt that's like dirty, the top buns undone, and it's just nasty. We're not like, trying to be rude or mean and body shame, Chumley? but this is exact. Oh, this is no, we're not. We're actually describing an actual human that we actually saw, so we're not trying to be mean. This is a real person we're describing. Anyway, um, Funimation light events. I'm probably gonna go to. I'm probably I'm gonna be more adventurous this year. Last year I was pretty conservative. Yeah, I spent was, a lot yeah. of time in the game room. I spent a lot of time in the you game room. Really? Can I talk to you about the game room? Yeah. So in the game room. The 
game. <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, of course they're going to have all kinds of systems, consoles, games, which is dope. So you walk in, and there's like a table, and there's like, it kind of, it's a U-shape or whatever. But off to the far right, there's three, no, there's two Dance Dance, Re- Dance, Dance Revolution knockoff games. Mm-hmm. So I remember I saw the janitor in there. He's cleaning, doing his job, whatever. Puts his broom against the wall and looks around. Just... Then he hops on Dance Dance Revolution. I was like, oh, Lord, let me see this. And this man is killing. <laughs> his legs were moving in ways I didn't know was possible. Like, my God. It was it was astounding. And then he beat the game? And up his broom, back to sweeping. Went back to his job. Right. Other thing is, there's a lot of gaming tournaments. So we attempted to play in a Street Fighter tournament. Didn't go well. Last year, Tim... I was in the Street story? Fighter tournament. You were in the Street Fighter? But you weren't talking? But I was in the Naruto tournament. So our homies, Domo and Drake, they've been on uh, once or twice. Uh, we were in the Street Fighter tournament. It was, it was, it was pretty lit. So they were doing warm-up matches. <laughs> and your boy Drake, <laughs> he goes up. And this is a little kid goes up or whatever because he wanted to get some warm-ups in or whatever. And so they start going at it. And Drake gets a perfect on this kid. So this kid is terrified terrified you can see it on his face he was shaking and then so they start going um they start the tournament or whatever and it's first match so dama goes up against one guy and then drake goes up and then the kid he played earlier gets called up <laughs> the kid the look on his i felt so bad for him because he looked like he was like nine maybe ten <laughs> and he walks up and he's just like shaking he doesn't even want to play and drake gets another perfect on him kid left crying <laughs> it was a double elimination tournament but like he was just broken. <laughs> he was broken. Drake, how are you gonna do that to a kid? I hope I hope someone perfects you. But like we didn't win. Tournament. I ended up actually getting third place in that tournament. Wait, who did win? Some spammer dude. I was pissed. Yeah. No, so what happened um, at the Street Fighter tournament, I think I think you told me about this story. As a some some kid was playing. He had his fight stick. He was kind of oh, slouched in, in the his game. chair. That was in the game room. That was in the game room. Yeah. Oh dude, dude was gosh. playing. He was kind of slouched in his chair. He was. He was. You, if a kid brings his fight stick, and I, if you guys know, if you're gamers, you know the difference between a controller and a fight stick. If you don't, look it up. If a kid brings his own personal fight stick to a tournament, he's serious. This child your, is your serious. Life is over. This child is very serious. The kid was slouched in the couch, going doing all right, doing As, all right. I was playing him. This is me playing. <laughs> oh, gosh, because I remember. we. Good Lord. Oh, my God. So, we're, we're playing whatever. I forgot who he picked. I think it was Chun-Li. Probably. Dude. Anyway, he's Chun-Li. I'm like Gan or Ken or something like that. And he, he he's doing some combos or whatever. He's slouching his chair. I'm like, crap. So, I do this nice combo. I get a couple hits on him. I'm like, oh, here we go. I get a couple more hits. He looks at me. I kid you not. Looks at me. Sits up in his chair, didn't get a single hit on <laughs> Destroy me. And I'm like, Well, time to go. He got lucky, run it back. This dude picks Dan. Oh no, no. Dan. And for those of you guys who are Street Fighter players, Dan is the weakest man. In He's that a game. joke character. He's actually meant to be a joke. I got pressed the mess out of by <laughs> Bruh. It was bad. I got pressed so hard pressed. by Dan. Yeah. So don't play anybody who uses a game stick. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. It's my turn. Anyways, yeah, yeah. let's, uh... Let's, oh, dang, man. There's so many good things happening. I don't know. I might have to go with Rafiki on this one. Like, the uh, Final Fantasy one is 
It's gonna, be, that it's gonna be different though. Like that's gonna be one thing I yeah. noticed. Like you notice immediately that is different. Because mm-hmm. I think last year they had one orchestra. I, I think this year they've got like two or three orchestras. But like for me, it's the first time like it's an orchestra. It's like I have to see that. Yeah. Or at least a little. Also, there is one I thought that'd be uh, great for all of us to go to because we need to learn a thing or two. Is how to stream and podcast. Like how to start streaming and podcasting. So. I'm gonna check that out. Hold Hopefully, our, we can uh, learn a thing or two, and you know, figure out how bad we are at this. Yeah. True. But yeah, so it's a learning curve. Thank you guys for still listening. I'm excited though. It'll be a really good weekend, uh, and we'll definitely get some uh, get some content out to you guys. Yeah, and if you're there on Saturday, find Timmy Tonga, wish him a happy birthday, bring him all the pineapple Fanta. That, yes. Don't please. misunderstand me. All the pineapple Fanta, <laughs> please. <laughs> Please, I beg. I, <laughs> I no, appreciate beg. it. Uh, just thanks in advance for those who do. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. We hope to see you guys there. All right. So, moving on down the list, Mateo, this is all you right here. Oh, man. Yeah. So, dude, this is our show now, dude. Is there such a run of this? Just almost back to back. Like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out. Sorry, Meek Mill. <laughs> Sorry, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj. They got dragged through the dirt again by this guy. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Anyways. Um, so, about a month and a half ago on a show, we were talking about uh, Star Wars Rebels. And how I they were John and, weren't John and Brian here when we were talking about it? Yes, we were talking about it. It wasn't a it wasn't a multiple of five, but they were here. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to them for that. Um, but they were talking about rumors of a new uh, Star Wars animated TV show because um, they weren't quite sure with the way season three was uh, shaping up to be how they were writing it. It seemed uh, like it was going to be it, and they hadn't quite picked it up for fourth season. Well, lo and behold, this week they just announced season four of Star Wars Rebels is coming to us. Now, I didn't watch Star Wars Rebels. I don't know about you guys. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? I haven't watched it either. But now that you're literally, like, as we're writing the show out, I saw I was like, Star Wars Rebels. I've heard it's really good. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we have uh, another friend of ours who's really into it. He he absolutely loves it. He's a Star Wars freak. But uh, he, he says it's really good. It's worth it. So you we'll have to check it out. For those who do watch it, please, like, tell us what you love about it and why we should watch it. I 100% recommend everyone to watch Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels is probably one of the best um, non-episodic Star Wars properties, period. And by episodic, I mean episode one through seven. Um, it is starts off a bit kiddish, um, but it follows the trend of Clone Wars and then surpasses it and just continues on a positive slant. It's just great. It starts off a little bit slow, but then it gets great. And the thing that it does is it really, not only does it like reintroduce us to characters in different ways, like one of my favorite scenes... Um, Okay, I guess it's a little bit of spoiler, but it's a season old. But the reintroduction of Darth Maul is one of my favorite things throughout that series that I've gotten. We really get to see characters not just grow, but evolve. Um, Their personalities change. So Star Wars Rebels is one of those, like I want to say hidden gems because it's pretty popular, but it's so good. Character development, we got to see Ahsoka in a whole different light, um, which I'm 
eternally great for it because Ahsoka is, if you ask me, top ten greatest Jedi's of all time. But we also get Darth Maul again, didn't we? I already talked about. That. Oh, you did. Yeah, I was literally just said that. Right, cool. Amazing. Yeah, sometimes he just talks and says stuff, and it just like in one ear out the other. Anyway. That's ninety eight percent of the time with you, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> anyway, so he's not wrong. Anyways, uh. Details on season four are still pretty scarce because this was like literally dropped on Friday, like on StarWars.com they announced this. Um, but as they start to div- uh, divulge that information, we'll keep it locked here. Uh, uh, is that going to be on Netflix exclusive or is that still kind of detailed to work out or is that Cartoon Network? I, I think no, it's, it's going to be Disney XD. It's still okay, Disney yeah. XD. It's going to be Disney yeah, XD. Yeah, yeah. They've been they've been trying they've been putting that on the air on yeah Disney XD and okay. I think they'll continue to still do that so um keeping with the Star Wars Luke yeah e. so um if anybody knows the greatness of old HBO you're very familiar with this show called The Wire and there's this iconic character on The Wire known as Omar he's played by an amazing actor called Michael K. Williams Michael K. Williams was recently and unfortunately associated with the Assassin's Creed movie but um his acting, like, if you check out his IMBD, solid. The man knows how to act. Thankfully, he's just been cast for the um, Han Solo movie. We don't know what role. Not exactly sure what part. I think, because he is older, here's my theory. I think he's Lando's dad. Think so? I think he's Lando Calrissian's dad. Or, at bare minimum, like, his mentor... Like some associate, like so definitely associated with Lando. I feel like he has okay. to be associated with Lando, and I'm not just saying that just because it's two black characters, but like obviously Donald Glover being amazing, being cast as um young young, young Lando. We'll we'll see how it plays out because I just really feel like Michael K. Williams is going to play some sort of guiding role. Who knows? He might even be like the mentor for Han Solo himself. We'll see, but um. Definitely very interested in that. This man is very talented and has not got enough credit for the things he's done. Um, so it's really good to see him get shine. Also, it's also good to see representation, more characters of color on screen. I'm not one of these people who's going to be shot on every color that every 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 single character on every show should be a minority. That's stupid. No. Write good TV shows. Look at Atlanta. Atlanta was a well-written TV show, and it was casted well. Write, write TV shows well and cast it well and it will play off itself shout out to my dude Darius on there yeah I just had to slide that in there yep do that <laughs> I mean Keanu Reeves everyone was like Keanu Reeves didn't really act in uh, John Wick 2 the show the movie was written well and he was casted perfectly if an actor is casted perfectly he's not really acting he is being himself Eddie Murphy was perfect in Coming to America perfect Lethal Weapon like Mel Gibson perfect so we can argue about like acting capacity but like I, it's good to see representation but like i feel like this movie is going to be one of the most diverse character wise um in the star wars franchise but moving on from that we got a new trailer for fate of the furious and it shows a little bit of the dynamic and my favorite scene from the trailer is that they repeated it from the first trailer it's the rock yelling 
at Jason Statham, because I don't know their actual names in the movies anymore. I stopped caring. But he's in jail, <laughs> and he's yelling from the other side of the plastic glass, I will beat you like a Cherokee drum. <laughs> 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 but it looks great. Um, Fan of the Furious is one of those dumb movies that we kind of just we've enjoyed for forever. We always go, we not always, but we generally go as a group, have fun, and then always witness somebody get pulled over immediately after the movie's over. Immediately it happens every single time yep. without fail because somebody much. thinks they got their little Nissan GTR is fast and they <laughs> go to jail. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not connect two hundred dollars. You are not the drift. You are not the drift king. Stop it. Um, and somebody got yeah pressed. pressed. <laughs> uh, and he's not pressed with charges. Um, but additionally, um, as part of the new kind of like media wave because they've kind of got their formula perfected. They they really kind of. Trailer, trailer, new trailer, and then it kind of just like goes into overdrive. You see snippets, you start seeing interviews. Um, they announced that the soundtrack will come out the week before the movie, and they also released the first song of the soundtrack, which is Go Off, featuring two of my favorite human beings and eaters right now, Quavo of the Migos and Travis Scott, Kanye's young protege, and one human being I wish gets drop kicked off of uh, Kyrie Irving's Flat Earth, Lil Uzi Vert. Actually, his verse is not that bad, but it's definitely like the race buddy song. It literally is just like, we gon' race, we gon' ride, till the vlogs out, till the sun's down, something like that. But uh, it's actually a pretty good song. Go ahead, check it out. It's already on all streaming services, I, like, iTunes. I right. mean, I listen to it. I mean, it's cool, but it's not Furious 7 right out. Cool. No, nothing will be that cool. That was dope. If you guys, if, if for whatever reason you still haven't watched Furious Seven, go watch it. First of all, you sleep. Of course, it. Yeah, first of all, you sleep. Second Except of me, all, I never sleep. It was <laughs> like a uh, tribute to our life. boy R.I.P. Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> but that literally had one of the best songs in any of the Fast and Furious movies. Now, some people might call me blasphemous for this. But it's fact, and you're wrong. So, <laughs> like you care about what you say. But for those who don't know, let me know what song you were talking about. I'm talking about right out. I'm talking about kidding. Tyga, Wale, YG, y- uh, Rich Homie Quan. <laughs> but still, uh, it's a great song. Go listen to it. That's one of my recommendations for the day. You got to hear it first. Keep it locked. Anyways, and press. <laughs> press. Moving on, there was an International Guardians of the Galaxy trailer that dropped yes. earlier this week. That's correct. And if, like, the first one, think of it as a spectrum. Like, you know, at the carnival where they give you the hammer and you try to hit the, the platform and the thing goes to the top. To the bell. Yeah, to the bell. Like, if the first trailer, I was, like ringing the bell like the second trailer this trailer that dropped this past week like Superman took that hammer and actually you know honestly like yes I know uh, I don't know I have a great feeling the movie will be great I think it will be better than the first one but I wasn't all too like thrilled with the trailer itself you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like yes it was a funny trailer it was more comedic but it doesn't really kind of give us an idea of what's happening. But, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited for it. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't... Well, and that's the thing. So, with the first one, it was just kind of like 
we see this big monster that they have to fight, or this big alien that they have to fight, and it's just like with all these tentacles, but the true objective of it, I think, is going to be uh, interacting with Star-Lord's dad. And so I think, that, I forget where it was, but there was um, a Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it was a TV show that they showed on Disney XD, um, where uh, his dad is actually working with Thanos. Huh. So I don't know, that might be where they're going with it. I don't know. I think that's pretty interesting because I think it's going to be largely centered around him finding and interacting with his dad. Because we did see um, his dad in the trailer. Um, Kurt Russell is playing his dad. And so that'll be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, let's move on down the list. Review for a big movie that just dropped And people are already calling it, like, they setting the bar for superhero movies for 2017, the best superhero movie to happen. Like, that's before Justice League. That's before um, Spider-Man Homecoming. That's before... What other superhero movies? Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. That's before Thor. Oh, I'll go ahead ahead and say... Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, real quick... um, I enjoyed the Deadpool 2 trailer. The little teaser trailer. I was just going to say that. Slide that in. It was funny. A little, uh, that, that, and nod to Superman, making fun of Superman. Yeah. And, uh, what, what, what was that line? He's like, why is there a phone booth still here? I was like, it's, it's 2017. Yeah. Why is there a phone booth? I, I, I probably should have used my cell phone to call 911. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, we posted it on our page. Even more about nothing on Facebook, so go ahead and check that out. Um, but yeah, what we're talking about is Logan. Don't run away. We're not going to have any spoilers. This is a spoiler-free review um, because it's that good. On this show multiple times, we've deemed it necessary not to spoil anything because we just want to encourage you to see it because it's that good. This is another one of those cases. I will come right out of the gate and say this is going to be the best superhero movie of the year the for best me. Wolverine, X-Men, It's Boy, guaranteed. It it's the ga- it's, first of all, best superhero movie of the year. I think... I think Really? Of the, of the year. year. Guardians Guardians is funny. It's got a long way to go. Well, I, I it, well, it's not Black even It's early March. Here's like, my thing. Dude. Black Panther has a long way to go. Like, Black Panther could... I know, well, I'm not Black saying... Black Panther is the only one that I Regardless of what's coming out. This, like, is, on, this is pure speculation, okay. though. Like, we're, he's like, not in arguing my, In my personal opinion, I don't think these other movies are going to be bad. I think they're going to be great and amazing. But, like, when you see this movie, you'll understand what I'm saying. The movie is not... Um, it's less about the superpowers. It's not. Ne- it's almost not even a superhero movie. It's a very, very personal story. Very it, heavy on the story. Very heavy on the story. Okay. And it's so much more about the human element that you almost forget that Wolverine's on the screen. It is Logan. And they make um, cheesy references to Wolverine, the person in the movie. That's not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer, my bad. But it's okay. I guess my first initial question is to ask this. I haven't seen the movie, so obviously I'm coming from a viewer's perspective. But every time I watch the trailer, I think of The Last of Us, the video game. Is it that kind of feel in terms of storytelling? It's better than The Last of Us. But like what I'm saying is, does it have that kind of feel though? Darker. Oh. It's Last of Us 2. 
whatever Last of Us 2 ends up being, darker. It's, it's Take Last of Us, make it darker and a more personal story. I don't know if that's oh. humanly possible, but that's what Logan did. That sounds so good. Oh, For gamers, oh, you understand oh, like the gravity. Oh. Theaters. I would literally stop. I would pause the episode right now. <laughs> and go walk <laughs> to the theater. See myself. No, um, honestly. Like, <laughs> very smart move. No, I actually went to the movie on a, on a whim. I was out somewhere and I was like, you know what? I'm right next to the movie theater. I'm going to go watch this movie. And I went by myself. I sat in the theater. Uh, there was a bunch of rowdy kids there, so I just bought my ticket on Fandango, walked right past them. <laughs> walked in. I'm not going to stay in the line, though. Like, nope. Um, but, yeah, that movie, um, to me, personally, top five best superhero movies ever. Like, it's that good. I don't think it's better than Dark Knight because Heath Ledger gave one of the greatest all-time performances we'll ever see on a TV screen, point blank, period. By golly, it's it comes close. It it's it's pretty good. And again, I know a little bit more about some of the things that happened because I actually read Old Man Logan and I played um if you don't already know this, the little girl in there, she's X23. You should know this because X-23 is a pretty popular character. If you've ever played a Marvel vs. Capcom game, X-23 is in there. So, to me, I went in with already higher expectations than probably the average person because I already had standards in my head set for what the story could be based on the comics, which most of the time, the movies never live up to the comics. The animated TV shows or the animated movies usually do a better job. This surpassed everything that is currently out, period. It is Phenomenal. It should be nominated for an Oscar for Best Movie, Best Acting, Best Supporting Actress, Best Female Supporting Actress. That's how amazing this movie is. It should win all four of those. It should, but it won't. Hmm? What you doing tomorrow evening? I just got a soccer game tomorrow night, but that's not till 9.15. We're going. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like I had class. Yep. Anyway, moving on from that. Um, <laughs> long story short, go see Logan. It's amazing. But moving on from that. Okay. So, hopping on the other side of comic book fandom from Marvel the better DC. Side. <laughs> Just the inside we enjoy more personally. Some people might feel a little pressed about that. <laughs> we need a button that says press. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Anyways. Um... <laughs> We actually <laughs> come with a launch pad. <laughs> we actually got a, a like tweet from Zack Snyder uh, showing uh, Aquaman in action for the Justice League movie. Um, yep, 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 yep. And the thing is, like, I first saw this tweet um, through some random account that only had like 120 retweets. I was like, for something this massive, you don't just get 120 retweets for a leak. <laughs> and so then I watched it and I was like, this has to be fake. Cause like, I'm pretty sure their uh, their bio and everything was written in Sanskrit or typed in Sanskrit. So I wasn't sure. And I was just like, but then I later read up and saw that Zack Snyder actually tweeted out as well. So we see Aquaman, um, in what seems to be Atlantis in water, and it's only a seven-second clip, 
but we see him like swim in and then come to a full stop in front of what looks to be like um, a throne or um, something. So, looks super dope. Super excited for Aquaman. Never thought I would ever say that in my life, ever. But it's happening. We're finally getting the Aquaman we deserve. But, like, someone... It looks like, yeah, he's swimming up to look what looks to be probably a throne. If not, someone is in that seat. I can't tell if it's, like, a statue. Regardless, it's either someone or of someone with how it looks. But the question is who? So if we remember um, about two or three years ago, the Aquaman movie, the animated Aquaman <coughs> movie DC uh, came out with, Throne, Throne of, of Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. Um, it could be a statue of his mother. No, the guy had a beard. It's a beard. Oh, there was a beard? There's, a, mean, there, there's enough hair that <laughs> it could look like a beard. That, that, is, that is a beard. No, like the... We know Aquaman swimming up. Like, the guy he's swimming talking to. to. No, the guy he's swimming to, as you look at it over oh. and over. That's probably his dad. No, his dad was... Poseidon. Yeah. It's something. It's probably Poseidon. Regardless, either way, he's swimming up Neptune's to someone beard. or a statue of someone. We don't <laughs> know who. Speculations. We don't do research for this stuff. We just see it. We think about it. And we talk about it. I mean, yeah. kind of research. Depends on what it is. Anyway. And the thing is, the thing that made me mad was this, was it was it wasn't just like a full on like straight from the boardroom scene. Someone recorded this. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you, you see you, you the image, see, it's someone, someone else recording. Holding, holding their cell phone like this look, while someone look. else is recording in the back. <laughs> and all I can think of was this parody video that I saw one time of someone bootlegging a movie, and all I can think is, is that a bike? Is that a bike? <laughs> As someone's like walking across the screen. Look on his face right now, it's like, I'm Hold on, can we think about this for a second? You're working on a big title movie, right? You're in a room. You're around a table. You got the big screen in the back. You got got the CEO, the director, producer, whatever. Y'all, it's like, hey guys, check out some of these scenes. And then lights go off, film goes up. And you see oh, water boy, get him from the back, come to the front of the room, get a phone just like, that's why his new name is Rumi Gibson. And I'm sure that man is fired. <laughs> and he has been pressed. <laughs> I promise you I'm getting I'm getting a button. <laughs> so yeah, that was interesting. Excited to see Aquaman in action. We don't know who the statue is. Neptune, Poseidon, whoever the sea god is, whoever seals praise to. Seals praise to. <laughs> That's who it is. I can uh, guarantee no. it. Alrighty. Um move on, move on, let's go. Let's if you uh if you play video games, you recently heard that Overwatch won Game of the Year at the Dice Awards. I think we talked about it on this very show. Rightfully uh, so. But um it just keeps getting better because we got another character. We got Arisa. She's been finally revealed. She's a tank. She's not just a tank, she's a mobile tank that has shields and a graviton surge. I need to explain to you something. Zarya, one of the most competitive characters, has a Graviton Surge as her super. Orisa has it as a right click. Huh? Yeah. It's just another skill that she has. It's... 
The character. <laughs> I can't speak words right now. I'm like, I'm Stephen A. when he gets upset. Hot, hot, hot. She's on beat. This is S9, S10, S11, S12. It doesn't make sense. This character's OP, but I'm super glad she has heavy, 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 heavy African heritage background. Um, the voice actor for the character who basically does the voiceover for Orisa is Kenyan. Um, Orisa's voice is... I did not is, know that. Yes. Um, the voice actor for the little girl who basically introduces uh, Orisa is Kenyan, in case you didn't know. Orisa's actual voice is Nigerian, but it's metallic, so you kind of have to be a Nigerian to find a Nigerian. Yes, she's Nigerian, confirmed by an actual Nigerian. Cool. Um, Maybe act. Inaccurate. It might be inaccurate <laughs> because everyone's like, as far as as far as I'm concerned, everyone who's Nigerian is my cousin. So shout out to my cousin Wale, Jadena, <laughs> every African on the court at KU. So. Hold on, sorry. I just want to point something out real quick. Every time we think of like stereotypical Africans, it's either Ghanaian or Nigerian yep. or Ethiopian. Every once in a while, Somalian. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I know Egypt's technically like. Middle East, but that's still Africa. Yeah, they are. Yeah. There's South Africans. Only person you ever hear of is Nelson Mandela. Well, or if you watch The Daily Show, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. But you know, sometimes conservatives get. Pressed. But we're not talking about it. Those who are listening to this episode and wondering, what the heck is pressed? We will share a video. Uh, again, our friend, the homie Drake. Actually, you know what? I'm doing this right now. Yes, he will share by the time this By the time this so, podcast is up, you can go to our Facebook page and you can find it. Yeah. Hold but on to that because I want to write a specific post about it. Uh, actually, we'll just do it right now. Featured Artist of the Week goes to Wes, not Drake. He's a local artist. He makes videos. He actually does some design as well. Yeah, um, he does photography, uh, and he also does YouTube skits. And he's been really, he's been really active with the skits. He's definitely his Travis skits. Scott skit is hilarious. Yeah, I, check him out. What is he's his? One of my homies. What is his uh, Twitter handle and his Instagram? Twitter handle. Uh, I think it's all Wes, not Drake. So at West W S N O T or no no I think or it's West Low Key TV I don't know he Twitter, has his Twitter his is Facebook West is West uh, yeah West Low Key TV on yeah. Instagram which is where he posts a lot of his stuff West not Drake well obviously well we'll throw that up up on the um, so peep the video if you want a quick little laugh um back to it Orisa's yeah old. West Low Key TV is his uh, Facebook. Um, so Wes W E S low key so L O W K E Y T V. Um, yeah, go go check him out. Does photography skits, funny guy, really funny guy for sure. Um, but back to the video games. Um, I'm really interested to see, really interested to see how she gets integrated because she's basically Reinhardt plus what's that little tank that little sits in the corner and fires at everything? Bastion. She's Reinhardt. Plus Bastion, plus Symmetra, and oh. Zarya, all wrapped up into one. Like, it seems a little bit excessive. It seems a little too much. But um, super super excited to have, um, not again, we already know that there's plenty of African characters in Overwatch. Numabani is in Africa. Uh, if you don't know, Anna is partially African, which makes... Um, Death rains from the skies. What is her name again? Farah. Farah, yeah, Farah, Farah. Partly African. Um, there's one other African character. Symmetra is partly African also. But, yeah. like, 
straight up Kenyan, straight up Nigerian. Finally, about time. Uh, moving on though, Mass Effect. Yes. This is the part of the show that I love yes. to come to every week. Mass Effect yes. has been doing great things recently. They've been doing these essentially weekly videos. Um, they dropped one about combat. And then this week, they were like, we're going to talk about exploration. I'm like, ah, this is kind of boring. I think I'm going to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have a media blackout. I'm not going to watch anything. And then I saw the video. They stepped up their game. They're showing, and this is confirmed, Xbox One footage. 1080p, 60 frames per second. The thing looks absolutely gorgeous. Yo, the it's game not even 4K. The thing was so smooth. Ooh. Literally the smoothest thing I've witnessed. It like, is a locked. It's incredible. It is locked 60 frames per second. And I want to stress that this is playing on an Xbox One. And then if you don't already know, Xbox One, thanks to EA Access and PC players, thanks to Origin Access, get to play the game. Um, I think five days early for a total of 10 hours. I'm a little pressed that it's not on PlayStation, but it's fine. I'm going to sign up for Origin Access just so I can play it <laughs> for 10 I hours. I promise you, as soon as Andromeda drops, everything goes away. You will not hear from me. Not like, I was watching like on the expiration and just like the detail. Like I was kind of scared because it's like, oh, you can visit over 100 different planets and there's like kind of highlighted spots you can go to. I was kind of scared oh, I was going to be limited to like what, what, uh, like where you can go on the planet but it was showing it was this desert planet I forgot the name of it like you can get in like different vehicles you can interact with civilians take out threats there and make it like a viable planet so you can build like stations but you can like actually explore a good area yeah of the planet so yeah it's no amazing. longer just like oh you're on a planet and there is a open world segment of the planet. The planet is essentially open to all exploration. There are certain sections of the planet that are designated for like human living and like you have to interact with the planets in different ways. Sometimes you land on the planet and it is 100% hostile. Everything there wants to eat you and you have to eliminate these threats, set up forward operating bases. Um, you, either, you have to do these things, you have to call base, you have to call down essentially a probe from your spaceship, or the Nomad. Um, so the Nomad is a ship you travel on, and I can't remember the name of the ship, but you call out a probe, and it acts as a beacon for you. You can refill there, um, get protected against environmental threats. It's like it's just everything I want so far is in this game, and I'm excited. So I need to hurry up and beat Zelda, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit, because once this game comes out, everything gets backlashed. Everything gets put on the board. This game so far, again, we're so early in the year and we already have so many dope games coming out. We have Zelda out. We have Horizon Zero Dawn out. Early in the year, we had Neo. We're not going to talk about it because we talked about it for like six weeks straight. We've had awesome games come out early. This just sets up 2017, if you ask me, to be one of the greatest years for gaming. Like I think 2011 or was it 2013? Oh, so many good games came out that year. People saying this might be the best year for gaming. Um... Unless your name is Colin Moriarty and you hate everything that is not named Castlevania. But, you know, whatever. We all have our own. I think 2017 could be one of those years. Think about it. Horizon Zero Dawn's already out. Zelda's already out. Mass Effect is coming out. To this year, we're supposedly supposed to get not only God of War, but we're actually supposed to get Red Dead. Which they've announced fall. And like, then, as a broad set, yeah. not a specific date. And then, potentially, um, we could get 
another Elder Scrolls game revealed this year. Who, who knows if it'll come out? Actually, there's a, uh, the, the the current release date I believe is end of June or end of July. That's 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 an update to Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, that's right. I'm actually talking about a full fledged Elder Scrolls game. Oh, that's right. Elder Scrolls Six. Right? Well, yeah, Elder Scrolls. It would be six because yeah. five was Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 2017 is shaping up to be an amazing year for gaming. Uh, E3 still right around the corner. Exactly. Who knows what happen. they'll announce at E3. Um, really, really just excited for the quality of games coming out. Um, anyone who says it sucks to be a gamer um, needs to shut up because right now we're having one of the most unprecedented like um, events in gaming. Small games, huge games, middle-sized games. Like Neo was not like a well-advertised game. It wasn't a huge game with a huge budget, but it's a great game. I think it was done purposely. Yeah, probably. I mean, and it's to its own benefit. Um, but speaking about Xboxes and showcasing their games, Phil Spencer, my boy, I said Xbox needed to do something. Uh, I don't. He definitely doesn't listen to the show, but uh, they knew this, and they've been working on this for over two years. They announced Xbox Live Game Pass. Ladies and gentlemen, the future has arrived. GameStop, sorry to say it, you got to go. Netflix for video games is finally here. This is better than than PlayStation Now, and PlayStation needs to respond to this. PlayStation cannot ignore this. They have to do something similar. PlayStation Now either needs to be revamped, or they need to copy this and paste. Like, I'm telling you, control, copy, paste. That's what you need to do. Just do it. PlayStation, you need to do this. Why? Because Xbox finally announced $10 a month. So you do have to be, again, it is a bit pricey, but I think it's worth it. You have to be subscribed to Xbox Live Gold, which gives you free games anyway. They give you four free games a month. Two for your Xbox One, two for your 360. Additionally, if you want to, you subscribe to Xbox Game Pass for $10 a month and get access to essentially every game on the Xbox. Now, what they have said is all the first-party games are going to be on that service, and then they're going to have to work with third parties to get in there, but the majority of third parties are going to participate. They said they have quite a few on board already. And then, so it's also going to be like, similar to Netflix, there's a revolving door. Some stay on extremely long. Some kind of have like a permanent like status. Um, some rotate month to month. But if it's if you download a game and you decide you want to keep it, you get a twenty percent discount on purchasing it. So that's digital, the digital copy. And if you don't already know, they stated that everything you have on the Xbox One is going to carry over to the next console, whatever it may be. So you purchase a game at a discount for forever. Not only do you have access to all these games, which are basically like, if you're bored, you don't know what to play, you already beat the games you have, your backlog just got exponentially bigger. Because you're not paying $45, $50, $60 for these games anymore. It's $10 a month, and if it's in there, you can just download it to your system, start playing as long as it's on the service. If it gets taken off the service the next month, you have a 20% discount on that game. That is such a great premise, and I'm so glad it's finally here. I think this is what we need to do, what the game industry needed to do to propel themselves into the future as far as digital games. Not to mention, I know on the other side, even if you buy physical games, I think, what is it, Amazon with Amazon Prime, you get 20% off a brand new game. Exactly. Not to mention, you can buy a collector's edition if that collector's edition is 120 bucks. You can buy it for the price of a new game when you go to GameStop. Yep. A collector's edition. Yep. So, like, a lot of things have to change for some people. Yeah. 
Um, and I just think uh, because we live in the Midwest, we live in Kansas, I think it's going to take a while for the Internet. To, we are fortunate that we have Google Fiber. Um, but, like, not a lot of people have the greatest Internet. They don't have the, the, the high bandwidth required to run all these programs. So I think it will take a while for the entire gaming industry to adapt this. But if you live on the coast, you have fiber out, you've had fiber out the Internet for the last five, six, seven, eight years. So you're, you're acclimated. You buy most of your stuff digital anyway. I was listening to a podcast. The guy said he hasn't been inside of a mall in years. He buys all his clothes online because he, he, he's, he's bought, he bought for online for, like, six months. And then he figured out his sizing. So it automatically knows his sizing. He boom, 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 boom. He shops at the same three websites. They ship him his clothes. He's subscribed. Dude is subscribed to, like, a food thing. They deliver food to his crib. So I'm like, at this point, you might want to actually leave your house and just you know, see another human being. But... Clothes online, foods online, Amazon, or he was um, subscribing to stuff. But really, really happy um, that Xbox is making progress to try and move their um, public perception forward. I think E3 is going to be huge for them. We'll see what they announce, but looking forward to that. Which brings us to the news of the hour. The Nintendo Switch is finally here. Ladies and gentlemen, it is in my hands. I have played it. I have witnessed the glory of the things Nintendo has been preaching to us. And I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, wow. That was a hard right. No. um, For good reason. For good reason. Uh, Let me say this. They met. I'm very whelmed. I, they met my expectations. And I've been saying on this podcast for months, I am treating this console as a premium handheld device. That is exactly what I said. I am thankful I did that to myself because I played it on my PC, hooked it up to my PC monitor, um, and I ran it at 1080p um, upscaled because it, it naturally learns at 900p. That's what it naturally learns at, but it uses technology um, to checkerboarding to get up to 1080p. And it just doesn't look clean as good as my PS4 or my Xbox One previously did. It just like those cons- those consoles, boom, they flatline at 1080p. PS4 Pro obviously can do 2160 by 1080 or uh, 3800 by 2160 4K. Um, I guess we've been talking about this just for further explanation. 1080p is um, high definition. 4K is basically. Four 1080p screens mixed into one. That's why it's such high quality. That's why it's so smooth. Nintendo Switch doesn't do that when it's docked. The highest it does is 1080p. You can barely buy a 1080p TV right now. So it's 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 when it's docked at its most powerful, I guess, resolution, it's already doing it's behind the ball. And as a handheld, it's nice, but it's kind of bulky. It doesn't feel like after three. The battery hour, the battery pack, three hours max. You, If you play to that th- third hour mark, your system will just shut off. I told a story about I was I woke up at 4 in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I picked up my Switch. It was fully charged. I played for 45 minutes. I looked at it. It went from 100 to 34%. I said, how? Um, and that's because I was playing with the sound, fully maxed out, full brightness. Um, so you can mitigate some of that stuff if you wanted to. Uh, the battery the battery life is not great, but I say all that and say it is what I expected. It. It's a premium handheld console. The game looks amazing. Zelda looks amazing. The sound quality is great. It's a premium handheld console and nothing more than that. 
but it's good at the price it is two ninety nine. I think it's I think it's okay. I think it should actually have been two fifty nine. I think it should have been two fifty. So two forty nine ninety nine, because at that price it's more reasonable for a 720p device and a 1080p device it's great for party games we're going to get one to switch eventually we're going to be post up some videos of us playing um just dance which we are always look ridiculous but it's fun um i think when they begin to integrate more games it's going to be a better purchase um at 300 bucks for a premium handheld that has a docking station that hooks up to my monitor i'm not mad the prices for all the peripherals are a little ridiculous because the Joy Cons are eighty bucks a piece. Oh that's a little. That's a little ridiculous. Um, yeah. But it, right out of the box comes with everything you need to run it. Um, I've been playing with it since it came out Friday morning. I've got nice. Like, technically, you have two controllers. Yeah. Technically, so like. I have two controllers already. So if, I mean, literally, if we wanted to play Just Dance right now, we could. Um, I will probably look for a pro controller just because I feel like if I'm. I'll probably play it on my TV a little bit, but... Can we'll see how it feels with a pro controller? See how it feels with a pro controller. Maybe that'll change my perception. Um, if it's docked, yeah, because playing with the Joy-Cons and the grip they give you is just dumb. Like, it's just dumb. It's like a little square. It just doesn't feel like a real controller. So playing with the pro controller might improve my perception of the console while it's docked. But I think the premium way you should... The primary way you should use this console is as a premium handheld because right, it's on the road. Road trip's cool. Play for your three hours, get a car charger, bloop, bloop, boom. It is USB, USB-C, US, USB-C. Okay. So you do need to be aware of that. Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, moving on to the things that make the Nintendo Switch great because on its own, um, the reviews are mixed. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people are in the middle. As I've just said, I'm in the middle. Zelda makes that console worth the purchase. Alone. Zelda alone makes worth the $300 price tag. I would buy another Switch. If I sold my Switch tomorrow, I would buy another one just to play Zelda. That game is great. That game is already in contention for Game of the Year. Right now, it's Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda. I think Mass Effect is going to join that conversation. Um, I feel like there's a game we're forgetting that could be in contention for Game of the Year, but... FIFA. That's sports Game of the Year, but, you know, 2K's been winning that recently, so we'll see. Um, Which boggles my mind. But we're not talking about we're 2K. We're not talking about 2K. Manless. Yeah, manless. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3. Stop it. Don't get out. Uh, <laughs> no, Zelda Breath of the Wild is one of the most complete video games I've ever played in my life. The hand-holding is kept to a bare minimum. Um, and I accidentally made the game harder. Because <laughs> I was messing with the settings. I'm like, ah, let me check some stuff out. I, I turned on pro mode. I didn't know what that was. I was like, ah, might as well check it out. And I booted up the game. I was like, what happened to all my... Oh... Pro mode turns off all the HUD devices, so no mini-map. Only thing that's there is your health gauge, um, and it makes the game so much better. Uh, but yeah, there's no hand-holding, and you can like do things out of order, and it doesn't matter. The game just exists, and the thing is, like, there's no loading. The only time it loads is when you die. So when you're going between zones, no loading. When you... Um, fast travel, there's no loading. The game is on the cartridge and is load. as soon as you load into the game, everything is immediately accessible to you. I was just playing. I was running around. The way they do things is so seamless. I was literally just running around. I was like, ah, cool. It's getting dark. And then everything started getting red. The switch started to shake. I was like, what is going on? What is happening? Somebody help me. And then it's like, hey, a cutscene. Hey, when it gets dark and the blood moon comes out, 
defeated enemies come back stronger. I'm like, what just happened? So they, they do things in such a way that it's not intrusive. It doesn't take you out of the game. There's no hand-holding. Uh, and it kind of just lets you figure the game out for yourself. It's like, how you want to play is how you want to play. If you want to play this game... Um, Aggressively, you can. You just have to be aware of your surroundings. It's very, very exploratory based. Like you will miss things if you <laughs> if you don't explore. And um, it does good enough to say, hey, if you want to go back and get it, you can. We're not gonna stop you. Um, and that's the best part about it. There's no hand holding. It's very. It's it is a true open world game. That that title gets attached to a lot of things, and I feel it's just not really. Loosely used nowadays. Yeah, it's loosely used and it's not actually. This is a truly open world game. I was talking to a friend of mine. He was like, "Hey, so how far are you?" I was like, "Oh, I'm at this point." He was like, "All right, cool. So how did you did you get the the green cloak?" I was like, "Nope." He was like, "How did you get past it without the cloak?" I was like, "I shimmied up the side of a mountain and I ate food. I ate food every time I was about to die." He was like, "Oh, that's weird." But that worked. I was like, "Yep." He was like, all right, well, see if you can go back and get the green tunic. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So I went back to the spot where I was supposed to do the the quest. It was just like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Spoiler, so I'm not going to talk about it. It's like, hey, this thing happened and this thing happened. Oh, by the way, here's this thing. So I got the green I got, I got got the green cloak without having to do the side mission the way the game intended me for me to do it. I was very dumb. I could have figured it out easy, but I couldn't figure out the cooking in the game. Now I know how to cook. Shout out to Greg again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on to the next topic, and also contender for game of the year. Ooh, I love this. What game. we've been waiting to talk about: Horizon Zero Dawn is upon us. Mm. Oh, and that game my is god, so, this game is so gorgeous, amazing. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, honestly, I like, put, I I've heard, I've heard about twelve hours in that yeah, game. I've, I've heard about minimal. it. Like before, before it came out, and I didn't watch any gameplay. So, like, I was starting the game with, like, completely fresh mind. I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, here, like, oh, it's going to be amazing. And I started playing. I was like, it's definitely right. It's definitely right. What are your, th- what are your thoughts so far, Piki? I love this game. I was playing Neo, and I was like, you know, it's kind of one of those things of getting frustrated. I remember texting Mookie out of the blue. I was like, oh, hey. Because um, I was going through the PlayStation store, and I was like, I gotta find something, you know, be it a free game or a game we already downloaded. I saw Dragon Age Inquisition. I, it was on a sale. It was on sale, so I texted Mookie. I was like, "Hey, you know, you got Dragon Age Inquisition?" He's like, "I bought it digitally." I was like, "Cool, I might download it because I gotta take a break because Neo is frustrating for good reason. It's good, but frustrating. I need something different." But then I decided against it because I knew Horizon was around the corner, and boy, when I picked that up, I haven't touched. Anything else since? Because that game is fantastic. Um, The best way I can describe it, I heard this from somebody else, and I've adopted it, and I think it's a... If Skyrim and Mass Effect had a weird baby. Like, they're just... There's just so many things of that game. It's, It's... in the future with how the ga- you know the game progresses and some of the things you have to deal with but yet it's still very also dated with how they look and the weapons they have to use but yet you still see moments of modern day throughout the game if you find certain vantage points the dialogue the the character development is flushed out real well um like playing as Aloy is is fantastic 
is great. Yeah. Can I just say how huge that map is? Like, good lord. My gosh, that map is freaking huge. It's dummy huge, especially when you have to walk across it. Oh. I think, for me personally, like, of course, like, when you're starting a game, it's like showing you how to play. It's cool getting that introduction. I think it really kicks off kind of like after this thing called the proving. I'm not going to spoil it too much. But after, like, you start the proving, there's a, just a twist and there's a turn, not a twist. There's a turn in the game, and it just kind of shifts dynamics, and it's just like. I think that's where it really gets really good. Yeah, so th- at that point, for, for those who don't know, you, if you haven't played it yet, um, so basically we can consider that like a it's solid intro, uh, apart from the standard intro where it tells you how to use some of your weapons. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. Once you hit the proving, that is basically the end of the intro, and you gotta you got to figure out the game. One thing I liked about it, too, is the more you play the more, like, you can be a higher level, you can take out very, very weak uh, enemies easily, um, provided that you hit hit their weak points. But you have to usually... If you play, hit their weak points. But (laughs) you have... One thing I loved about... Love about it so far is you have to utilize your gear in the right manner for the right beast in those different times. Because you can come to one beast, one thing will work, one technique will work, a certain set of gear will work, but then you come across another one, and you got to switch it up. Pressed. <laughs> Real hard. <laughs> Real hard. I don't know how many times. I, okay, so on the case, on the case, Aloy is shooting an arrow at what is a called a thunder jaw. That thing is like six times your size. It is huge. It's a yeah, giant. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard nothing but like the 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 scale is just ridiculous. They keep talking about this giant bird, and I don't want to play this game because that bird sounds terrifying. You know, actually, once once you get the right equipment, it's not that bad because you gotta hit. The only thing that's annoying is because the birds they fly around, so you're like, I gotta steady and hit its weak point. Um, but like, I was like, ooh, you know what? Let me try one time to see how truly... Because I ran by three of them. You hit a certain point in the world where you, then you kind of see them. They're on their own. Thank God they don't run in packs. Otherwise, you have a problem. But I ran across like two or three of them in different areas. And eventually, I was like, let me see how tough it really is. You know, for, you know, for experience sake. So I know what I need to when I really have a mission that forces me to take one down. I put a couple trip wires, okay? Because tri- there's a couple different like trip wires you can use. Um, they have different effects, and normally they work on either small or medium-sized beasts. Yeah, this thing stepped on it and didn't feel a thing. It just kept walking. Actually, it didn't even activate the tripwire. It just ran right through it. It broke through rock. It broke through trees. It... Dude. It threw rocks at me. Like, it would literally, like, bite a rock and just throw it at me. And I'm like, oh, crap. They're not your friendly neighborhood pets. And then if you try to run, you can't run on your feet. If you don't have a beast that you can ride, you will die. Because running on your feet is not going to happen. By the time you take 10, it's only taking one step, and it's behind your back. Needless to say, this game is amazing. I remember... Coming back from a wedding yesterday, I was like, you know what? I'm play Horizon for a little bit. I'm gonna do some homework afterwards. Get some stuff. That nope, nope. 
I start playing. I look at the clock. Three hours had passed. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's similar for me. I have the earliest, the last, I think, three nights in a row. I get back from work. And there have been a, a day or two there I haven't worked. So I'm either starting to play at about 9 or 10, maybe 10.30. And just about every night, because I'm playing Horizon, I've gone to bed anywhere between 1 and 1.30 on average. Because I'm just putting in work. So yeah, needless to say, Horizon Zero Dawn, amazing. Go pick it up if you haven't done that. Please. Uh, real Please. quick, you're... Even though you're not far in the game, what has been your favorite aspect in playing? Ooh. That's really tough. My favorite aspect kind of is how you have to... Is how you evolve in your skills and how you use them. Kind of from the beginning. Because, like, it's, it's hard at first, unless you're getting, like, headshots, to kill your enemies. Kill the machines in particular. Uh, so I kind of enjoy that. It's, like, not easy to kill them. Even as you progress, like... You don't one shot kill him just because you're strong. Like you have to make yeah, sure you're hitting. The like if points. if you, especially humans, like if you don't hit a human in the head perfectly, they don't die. But it's still realistic enough. You shoot an arrow at an enemy, and it's in the head. They will drop. They're like yeah. simple physics. Like yeah, you don't come back from an arrow shot. <laughs> Simple as that. But uh, one of my favorite aspects of the game is the more I play it, the character development. But that game looks nice, though. Just like, it's not like, it still runs great, runs smooth. It's not that Mass Effect smooth. But it still runs like, I know, Mookie, you were, you were, laying, you were laying on the couch ready to go to sleep. You didn't have your glasses on. You were like, I can tell this game runs so smoothly. And I'm blind. I, without my glasses, I can't see six feet in front of my face. And I could tell the game was smooth, so, yeah. But yeah, um, the character development. Aloy is an amazing person. I think I had read articles of Aloy. I think one, like people can starting to consider her, I think, like PlayStation royalty to sit on that pedestal. If I, if I read that correctly, like up there, like in terms of like Kratos, Nathan Drake, once Crash Bandicoot, you know, like Sad those boy. Yeah, those guys that are, like, the faces of, like, you look at them and you're like, PlayStation. Um, I think Aloy needs to be in that conversation. She actually should already I be think in there. it's still very early, and, like, it's still very new, so, like, Horizon has to it's, get its feet set. Has to get its feet. But the yeah. fact that this conversation is happening now, I'm not mad about it. Well, yeah, I'm not saying I'm mad about it. I'm just saying like, it, needs, it needs to get set more. And, and and we'll see. Time 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 will tell. But regardless, if you have not played the game, or you want to play the game, don't have the time yet. Stick it on your backlog. You will not regret it. If you have the time and you're kind of looking for a game to play, and you have a PlayStation or a friend of the PlayStation, pick up Horizon Zero Dawn. And a friend said that period. they would actually go. Borrow a PlayStation from Aaron's at 900% interest just to play Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've hey, talked to now. Xbox people that are mad. That are like, oh, yeah. why don't we get an exclusive like this? Because the exclusives on the Xbox side have been dry. But yeah, so that's all we have to say on Horizon. So, so um, anyways, um, 
I think we're kind of reaching the point that we've guys it's been a it's been a great week in terms of information a lot that has happened we've talked about um, quite a bit for us yet to come we have some things in the works we're just hoping that it all lines up and we can get to you soon um, but just be on the be on the lookout in the coming weeks yeah we we hope to be able to reveal some nice things yeah definitely keep an eye posted to the snapchat for uh naka kind events yeah definitely. i think i think primarily that's until we get um our feet a little more stable and get a little more th- a few things off the ground um the snap will be like when we're on like road trips i know these guys are going to la so the that's going to be a lot of a lot of snaps popping off of that cuz it's going to be it's going to be for that Kingdom yeah. Hearts, you know. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and for Nakacon, like I said, it's too troublesome to go back and forth between my personal Snapchat and the email Snapchat. So, at least I'll keep it locked on the email Snapchat all weekend. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, and definitely keep an eye out my Snapchat. Uh, yeah, and I'll do some some stuff. I don't Find a Saturday. Yeah. Wish Timmy Tommy a happy birthday. Bring pineapple, pineapple Fanta. Fanta. Don't forget. Pineapple Fanta. Or if you guys just want to bring us food. What's that magic number? That you turn it Tim? I'm not going to say. You don't need to know. You know. He's turning double digits. Thank you. But also, grab some wrap snacks with a dab of ranch. With a dab of ranch. With a dab of ranch. You can make it happen. <laughs> Alright, we gotta go. <laughs> no, you gotta go. And I got a homework assignment doing an hour. I haven't started. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 we gotta go. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it's always been a pleasure. We don't know why you listen to, but we appreciate that you do. This has been Mookie, Rafiki, Mateo, and the one and only Timmy Tunga signing out. See you guys next week.